0: to get started? Yeah, let's do it. This is episode three. Ah, episode three of the Adjunct Astrologers. Three's a good number. It is, yeah. Did you do research <laughs> on that or? Are no, you just No, like the... I've always loved that
1: number. Oh, okay. That's one of my, like,
0: good numbers. Mm. Four is one of mine. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh. I was always number four in softball because I was, like, the mm. smallest one, so I got, like, the the smallest jersey, which was oh, always number four for some reason. Interesting. Yeah. Did you like four before that? No, but I mean, I played softball when I like super Since low. I was okay. like in third grade, so. Yeah. It was just kind of ingrained in me. I didn't know <laughs> you played softball. Yeah, like, for, you were until... like a track star, but. I mean, I stopped when I got to high school because mm-hmm. I didn't do track. I always thought. I
1: played softball one season, but I'd like watched softball games before that because I had friends that played. And I always thought that like the pitching. Looked like it hurt really bad.
0: I was it's like, hard yeah, I swing your
1: arm like that.
0: It is really hard. Um, but I've been
1: told it's like apparently supposed to be physically easier on you than like the way men pitch, which mm-hmm. is why women had to pitch that way, which is first of all dumb. But it doesn't look like it would be less intense well, on
0: your body. But men like throw out their sh- like ruin their shoulders a lot. Right. So. That's true. Maybe we're just smarter. <laughs> I mean, I know we are smarter. Yeah, I like
1: that answer. That's, a, that's yeah. a
0: more positive take on it. Yeah, and I mean, it. some of those girls can throw those balls real fast. Yeah, they totally can. They whip them down. <laughs> All right, so I think we're going to have, have had the music in this episode. <gasps> so if it is in this episode, if not... Aaron, future editing Aaron, cut here. Yeah. Um, but if we do have it, thank you to Courtney Prather for the, the music. Uh, the wonderful, spacey intro music. Yeah,
1: thanks in advance. No, in retrospect. I don't... In advance? <laughs> Maybe in retrograde.
0: <laughs> in retrograde. Thanks in retrograde,
1: Thanks Courtney. in retrograde, Courtney.
0: <laughs> yes. For doing our theme song. Yeah. We love it. It's amazing. Uh, we'll, we'll tweet to her on Mm -hmm. the, the Twitter Mm -hmm. so people can find her. we should find out what her sign is. She's a Capricorn. (gasps) She was born, her birthday's three days before yours. She texted me and she's like, she's like, was Michelle born in 88? Because she, she's like, we both are writers who get migraines and we're Capricorns. She must be a cusp. What day was her birthday? The 23rd? Maybe.
1: 22nd or 23rd, interesting.
0: Yeah, Or three days after, I, don't, I can't remember. Love it. Yeah. I so love her, like-
1: and I love... That's, that means there are two Capricorns out there in the world that I love. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I haven't met a lot of, like... I don't have a
0: lot of friends who are Capricorns, mm. but I love that Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, how did your research go? So... <laughs> well, today we're talking about the planet. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, today we are, like
0: barely skimming,
1: or I personally am going to barely skim the surface of planets. There is what they a mean. lot out there. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the planets are out there and they are a lot. Um, but yeah, because I, y- there's a lot of math and like science that goes into mm-hmm. <laughs> into understanding where they are and what the planets do scientifically, like how they move and um, yeah. So my research was interesting. I kept getting, like, intimidated by how much mm, I don't already mm, know. Yeah. What about you?
0: I found a lot of stuff that I want to, like, do other episodes on. Right. Um, I, like, just, like, little sections of research that, that I want to do. But, so I, I think I, I learnt, like, figured out really quickly that I just needed to, Focus on something specific. Yeah, same. Same.
1: Yeah. I I went in the same way that I have in the past with, like, a really broad
0: interest and realized that wouldn't work for this Mm -hmm. one. But it's making me like it so much more. Like, now that I am understanding the ins and outs of it. Yeah, for sure. I... I mean, even though I don't, but, like, more than I did
1: three episodes ago. (laughs) Three
0: three weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe
1: I'll go first this time. Yeah. Okay. Do it up. Um, Just because I feel like, based on what I know you looked into, this will maybe set us up. Ooh, okay. Awesome. (laughs) Um, So I went in, as I said, like, two seconds ago, before we started recording. I was really interested in, like, gaining a better understanding of what the planets mean in terms of my horoscope or astrology because I think like modern astrology or like pop cultural astrology is so focused on our sun sign
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: so I only ever really think of myself as a Capricorn even though based on my like full horoscope of when I was born there are all these other influences and like the planets are part of that so yeah that was my basic interest and I realized that it's so much more complicated so I had to focus in on like Just kind of basically understanding how the planets play into an astrological chart.
0: Ooh, cool. Yeah, or a birth chart. Yeah, that shit. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to work. Yeah, yeah. I
1: hope so. I mean, we never know. (laughs) If it
0: doesn't work, you
1: can tweet at us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so just a refresher. I said this in the first episode, but I like to remind myself that a horoscope technically is an astrological chart or diagram representing the position of the sun moon planets and other astrological aspects in a certain place at a certain time so the form that these often take are birth charts right that's like what we're probably most of us are most familiar with but um that's like only in western astrology Mm -hmm. like in eastern astrology and astrology from other traditions it takes a totally different format um but i think now right now or at least for myself i'm most familiar with The circle that's divided into 12 houses um, and also has the zodiac signs on it, which appear, you know, those signs fall in a certain house based on where you were born and at what time you were born. Um, But the planets also fall in a Mm -hmm. specific place based on literally where they were in space. So yeah, what I, I'm going to repeat also what I said that I had to keep reminding myself that that is like an infographic. Yeah. That's like an abstract representation of where all those things actually were in space. Mm -hmm. And
0: first of all, that's dope. (laughs) It's so (laughs) much easier to like see it visually. Yeah.
1: But I got really caught up in looking up like all the different planes of how we map out like where the sun is, where the earth is, and where all the other planets are, and all these mathematical terms that I was like. First of all, I have no idea what any, I don't remember anything about geometry. I don't remember, like, I had to look up, like, coplanar and, like, (laughs) all these things. Um, But anyway, the, like, actually looking at the birth chart is a good, like, way to consider that information. So anyway, what a birth chart actually analyzes is the relationship of where your signs fall in the 12 houses and where the planets fall in those houses. Um, It's the relationship between, like, all of the traits that we've projected upon those things mm-hmm. over time, a lot of which are based on, like, Roman mythology or yeah. even, like, Babylonian myths. So a lot of that I was like, why do we think this one planet means this thing? Or why do we think, like, this particular <clears throat> arrangement of celestial shit makes me sad all the time?
0: You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> why of, am I eating so many
1: Cheetos right, right now? Right, <laughs> like... Why am I having a lot of weird encounters with someone, with people in this particular sign? So anyway, I didn't solve the answer to that, but I was sort of interested in the, like, intersection between scientifically, historically, where the planets were the day I was born, Mm -hmm. and then all of the, like, socio-historical ideas we've put on that. So anyway, in the same way that each house, each of the twelve houses is said to represent a specific area of your life, like the self or partnerships or status, the planets are also said to represent basic drives or impulses that influence those areas of your life. So if, like, the moon, which is considered a planet Mm -hmm. in traditional astrology, if the moon is in, like, your seventh house, that means something particular for you. So this idea of, like, traditional astrology or classical planets, I didn't know this, but before telescopes, so a billion years ago, <laughs> I feel like that's what I always a say when I mean something's old, ancient. A billion years ago, before telescopes, people thought, based on what they could see with the naked eye, uh-huh. that the sky was made up of fixed stars, so things that didn't move, and then wandering planets. Ooh. So these were... I think that is a band name. Yeah, wandering... Oh my god! Wandering <laughs> planets! <laughs> That's a really good one. I came up with a really lame one the other day, but I won't say it. Um, (laughs) So the five wandering planets were Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. And again, those are because that's what we can still see without a telescope. Mm -hmm. Um, And roped in with that uh, are also the moon and the sun. So these in, like, ancient astrology were known as the classical planets. And for a long time, those were the only sort of celestial bodies that astrology was based on. And so now there are, like, the modern planets, which have been... It's, like, expanded it, but that's Neptune, Uranus, Pluto, and I'm forgetting another planet. Jupiter? Ju- no, Jupiter is one of the first oh. five. Six, seven, eight. There's a ninth one.
0: Neptune? <laughs> I, I don't, don't <laughs> care what you
1: said. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there are some more planets now. We're at Yeah, that are the, the modern planets. So, yeah, I thought that was, first of all, really interesting, this idea that we or, like, people have been thinking about what these planets mean before we even knew what they were. Mm-hmm. Like, the ancient Egyptians thought that Venus was actually two different stars because it Venus has phases, like the moon, apparently. Like, we can see it in phases, and they thought that it was, like, a morning star and an evening star. Awesome. So even before we, like, understood what they actually were, we could see them and, and started interpreting their possible influence on us. Okay, so I, I think I already said this, but I kept finding different ways to like describe how the planets influence your birth chart. So another way to think about it is when a planet is allotted a house in a birth chart, its attribute attributes will have some bearing on topics related to that house. So like I said, I had to like look up my own birth chart to understand all these different things happening at the same time, like, the, the relationships between them. So I did one of those free, like, type in your name and your gender and your birthday and we'll give you your birth chart. Oh,
0: cool. And um
1: and also, like, you put in what time you were born and, and where. Um, Do you know what time you were born? So I was born, a, I, I always say, like, for the sake of a birth chart, like, around 10 p.m. Okay. But I don't know the exact time. Um, around ten PM on December 26, nineteen ninety one, in Cocoa Beach, Florida.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, I was born in Florida, but I grew up in Georgia. Uh, my parents worked at the Space Center at that time. Oh, so my anyway, gosh. yeah,
0: I know. <laughs> it's I know, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, my my mom worked for Boeing and my dad worked in like contracting or something at Kennedy Space Center. Co- what Yeah, I know, I know. It's pretty cosmic. That's great. Um I know. Um, so yeah, at that time, so based on all that stuff, I got my birth chart, and so Venus was in my third house, mm-hmm. which is the house of communication, community, environment, basically like how you interact with people in your immediate vicinity, but Venus, as a as a planet, we've attributed to it emotion, um, our relationships with others, and what we exchange with other people, so According to this birth chart and the like analysis that it offered, um, this makes me really verbally expressive, mm-hmm. um, which is definitely true. Oh, like, yeah. it said, it said, you know, a person with Venus in their third house will be verbally expressive or emotionally, you know, expressing emotion verbally, which is really true for me. Yeah, um, but it also means that you're really deliberate in your communication. Um, So as much as I am definitely emotionally, like I feel like I'm really emotionally forthcoming. Like I say how I feel, but not without constant anxiety and like rehearsing in my head. Uh Like when I know I'm going to have to have a serious conversation with someone, I deliberate for hours. I like rehearse in my own head. So that really rang true for me in an interesting way. Um, but another thing that it said that I didn't necessarily think about myself, but is definitely true, is that ability to, like, be tactful, someone with Venus in their third house can use that to be, like, mischievous. Ooh. Yeah. Which I definitely think that I do. Like, you, you use your ability or your understanding of, like, communication to, like, I, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily, like, mean... I wouldn't say manipulate, but, like, you are playful, or, like, you know that you have, or I know that I have that skill, I guess, and sometimes I use it for, like, less than completely genuine motivations. (laughs) And I was like, oh my god, that's so true, and I wrote down, um, I use these skills for evil.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not evil, but, like, mischief.
1: Mischief is a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. Mischief, like, Playfulness is, like, almost too innocent, but mischief is a good...
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but all of that is, like, further complicated by the fact that Scorpio is in my third house. Ooh. Which means... Basically, I just have, like, a lot of feelings. Yeah. (laughs) And I sometimes, like, feel the need to express them even when I shouldn't. Alright. Yeah. So, I don't know. That, like, sent me down a rabbit hole of, like, well, why is Venus so wrapped up in love and emotion and all of these things because, I don't know, like, I'm interested that it told me something that was true about myself, but I'm also interested in, like, why do we put, why do we project that onto a planet? Yeah. And I didn't get far enough down the rabbit hole because I was late (laughs) coming, I was late (laughs) coming to record, but I started reading about how Venus, so Venus is obviously named after the Roman goddess of love and sex. It's the brightest light in the night sky, Or in the sky, after the sun and the moon,
0: which I didn't know.
1: Yeah. So, like, that means we humans, a billion years ago, (laughs) ancient (laughs) people, have been able to see it forever. Yeah. Like, long before telescopes. There are apparently, like, Egyptian records of, like I said a few minutes ago, them trying to, like, figure out what it is. Um, in the sky because it's so visible. Mm-hmm. So I think there's, there's gotta be some connection between this really bright, constant light and I guess love and sex and communication. Oh yeah.
0: So. Cause those things are like the core, like the, what has always been there.
1: Right, right, right. But maybe other signs would disagree with us on that. One. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so Yeah. That's the lowdown. That's the intro to, like, how you think about planets. Yeah. Basically, they can help you think about each of those houses in different ways. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe think about how your your personality plays out based on when you were born. Your sign and where the planets were.
0: Yeah. What house they were in. Do you know why it's, like, the brightest planet? Like, is it... Cause, Because it's not a gaseous... Gaseous? (laughs) Um, I don't know how to pronounce that. I need to start looking up how to pronounce things before I I say them. (laughs) Same.
1: Like, um... I kept mispronouncing or, like, saying... One of the, like, math things I was looking up was ecliptic. Ecliptic, which is, like, the path of the sun, but also refers to its plane. And I kept wanting to say it, like, elliptic. (laughs) Ecliptic? Yeah, I don't know. Um... Venus, it's, like, close to the size of Earth, but I guess it's, like, the one of the closest planets to us. Maybe. Oh, okay. But I, I think this is totally guessing. Maybe it has something right. to do with its orbit and being where the sun, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. well,
0: because that's, like, why the moon, you can see the moon.
1: Right, 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 right. Because Venus is closest to the sun, or is that Mercury? I
0: think Mercury is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then, yeah, it makes sense, right? Because it's, like, Venus is right next to us, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Planets, man. Fucking
0: other planets are crazy to I me. know. It's crazy to me that there are other planets. Right? Like, and I just... My brain can only comprehend this, like, universe. Like Right. It sh- once I go beyond that, I just, like, like... Yeah. I can't... I can't comprehend.
1: Yeah. Well, the other... The super interesting thing I read about birth charts that I hadn't thought about before was that traditionally, or like in Western astrology, even in modern Western astrology, we still create birth charts that are geocentric, meaning they're based on the theory that the Earth was the center of our universe. Yes. So when you look at a birth chart, it has everything mapped out as if the Earth is at the center. That also, like, blows my mind that there's this alternate, not alternate, like, more true, like, provenly true heliocentric thing that we don't necessarily, like, orient ourselves off of. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting to think of, like, the 12 houses and everything as an abstraction, an infographic, kind of, that isn't necessarily, like, literally how the universe is mapped out. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Now do you want to do birth charts? I want, yeah, I want that person that I know who does birth charts to do our birth charts and tell us about them. I know. I want to learn how to do them because it's... Well, there are, like, so many different systems of doing them, I learned, in reading. Like, there are multiple, there are, like, warring factions on how you design, like, where things go and Mm -hmm. um, the distance between them, but, yeah, I want to learn how to do them as well. (laughs)
0: <laughs> or I just want someone to do it for me. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that actually does like play really well nice. into into what I researched. Isn't
1: it great um, how that works? It, out? Right, that's amazing.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about because everyone thinks about Mercury retrograde because right. that's the one that like really really affects us. Really, what people really notice, but yeah, every mainstream, yeah, mainstream. and every planet goes into retrograde. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, every planet goes into it,
1: I think. I mean, I guess that makes sense.
0: I'm pretty sure, yeah. Or at least some of them. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't write it down, so I don't want to... I'm pretty sure they do. Or if not, most of them do. Mm -hmm. And right now, three planets are in retrograde. So Jupiter is in retrograde from February 6th to June 9th. Saturn from April 6th to August 25th. And Pluto, April 20th to September 28th. And these planets are all outer planets, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh, meaning that they affect the world. And what an outer planet means is they are the planets that are outside of the asteroid belt, because there's this like asteroid belt that has like. Four huge asteroids, and then just all, like, little shards of of asteroids between Mars and Jupiter. Um, And I guess it's because Jupiter is so large that it, like, creates the... It, like, keeps them there. I didn't look up the science that much about it. Like, I I would like to do a whole... There are so many, like, offshoots that I want to do, like, whole episodes about. um, Or do, like, my segment of the episode about. So, the outer planets are Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, and, like... The four large ones are, like, the gas giants. And what that means is that instead, when they go into retrograde, they affect, like, the world as a whole rather than just the... The Yeah. Interesting. Okay,
1: yeah, because I read there was something in what I was reading about personal planets
0: versus external yeah. planets. Okay. Yeah, and so the difference between that is the inner planets and the, the outer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I kind of looked up what all three of the planets mean and what they control. And so thinking about this, I'm not going to, like, say the inverse of everything I say, but that's what the retrograde means, is that, like, whatever the, the planets control, like, it's it's kind of the inverse or the, like, disruption of that. Okay. So it's really interesting to think about. I decided not to do a news story this time because... Uh, what Where do you even start? Yeah. <laughs> Today is May 28th, 2017. <laughs> If anyone from the future wants to <laughs> wants to uh, figure out what was going around around now, have fun. So, but it's not May twenty eighth. What if we don't even make it to the, May twenty eighth? Wait, did I say May twenty eighth? You did. Oh, I mean May twentieth. I thought you meant to say that because
1: that was the day the podcast might. Be oh on. no! And
0: I was like, what if we don't make it that far? Oh my god! I'm no, sorry. It's not May twenty eighth. <laughs> no, good. You corrected me. It's May twentieth. Um, 2017. Oh, it's a Taurus. I know it's his birthday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday. No, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So, it, but it's just interesting to think about, like, with what's going around right now. <laughs> That's what's a good what's, way to put it. what's what's happening <laughs> right now? Uh, yeah. So, Jupiter. Mm. Jupiter is the largest planet. Uh, from Greek mythology, he's Zeus, which is the king of gods. He rules Sagittarius. Uh, so Jupiter is really powerful, and um, this planet like symbolizes power and kind of the power that that goes beyond personal development to like society, society, and societal development. And Jupiter kind of controls. Justice, morality, and religion, which, yeah, and and I read one thing where it said those are all things, like, in the higher order, like, those are all things that have, like, kept people together, and so, and and those are, like, things that help people coexist, Mm. just, like, throughout history, which, yeah, like, justice, morality, and religion, like, people have coexisted around those things. They're, Um, like, systemic forces. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another, like, Jupiter has to do with, like, rules and and stuff like that, but more in, like, a holistic understanding of it. And also, uh, Jupiter is associated with, like, expansion and good fortune. Um, So, right now, Jupiter is actually in Libra for, like, a year and a half. So, like, for the year and a half, it's supposed to be good for Libras, which is me. And Jupiter is also tolerant. And uh like seeks insight through knowledge. So, so the opposite so, of So yeah, when those things right are now. in influx or when, when it's retrograde, those things are like thrown off their their orbit. <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and so kind of during this time you'll see like problems with power and problems with justice and morality and stuff like that. So Saturn. is the second largest planet. Uh, Saturn has the rings. Jupiter's the, like, bluish one, I think. No, or is that Neptune? Neptune's blue. Then Saturn's, like, red. Yeah. The red giant, right?
1: No, I think Jupiter's red and Saturn's yellow. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I just know
0: that Saturn has rings. What colors even, man? (laughs) Right? colors even exist in space, man? (laughs) And I... I...
1: (laughs) Do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I well, because the light, but like dinosaurs were, are you know, we dinosaurs. <laughs> 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 I was trying to make a connection between like popular <laughs> representations of dinosaurs and then how at like a really late age I discovered those dinosaurs may not really be that color. That's just how they represented. Oh, them. so oh, maybe that's okay. what planets are like. I don't know. But Neptune
0: feels like it'd be blue because it's god of the sea. Yeah. I know one of them is, like, the red giant, right? I think it's Jupiter. Okay. Then, yeah. I think Jupiter's red, and then Saturn has the rings. Okay. And once I – I went to the McDonald Observatory in Texas. That's dope. Which is, like – and it has all these, like, telescopes, and so we did, like – we went to a star party. Um, it was great. And there's, yeah. like, no – you go up to, like, the top of a mountain, and there's no lights, and, yeah. So, like – and they're, like, okay, we're going to give you a – your eyes, fifteen minutes to adjust, so like you can just see all the stars. And then they have these really cool laser pointers that yeah. like go all the way up. Yeah, like that's the type of laser pointer that that person got arrested for, like pointing it at a plane. Oh, um, how
1: does a civilian? How does one get a laser pointer like that? I have no oh idea. Oh shit! I'm gonna be on the list for asking that <laughs> question. But asking for <laughs> <a> friends, right?
0: <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I would
1: just point at the star. Yeah, Um, I would just like like, fuck with someone else's cat, (laughs) like in a different apartment. Yeah,
0: Um, (laughs) that sounds dope though. Yeah, and so I remember we one of them was set up to see Saturn, Mm -hmm. and because there were all these different telescopes that you could like go and look at. That sounds so cool. But Saturn legit looked like one of the stickers of Saturn, like with the rings and yeah, it was really cool. So that's my like memory of Saturn. But, so, Saturn takes 29 and a half years to circle the sun. That's how long their orbit is. But, there's one... There was something, like, really interesting that they were talking about that it kind of when Saturn goes back into your sign that you were, like, born in, that's when, like, a big transitional thing happens, which, like, that's (gasps) when you're turning 30, and that's when you're turning 60. So, these, like, major, like, shifts in your life... Wait, is... And it's in Capricorn right now? I... Not to make this about me, but, but no, but that, but it would. It's only like so. No, it can't be in Capricorn because you're not 29. But I don't know. It wasn't in Capricorn when I was born. I don't think oh. it's just the. Oh, that's right. Capricorn. It's the planet that rules yeah. my sign. That's right. Okay. Um, I have things about Cap. Oh, it, well, it rules Capricorn. No, you, um, it's all right. I didn't mean to. I, I didn't mean to. I don't know where it is right now. But like when when it comes back, like. When you're 29, it mm-hmm. like falls into the same sign that, gotcha. that it was in when you were born. Okay, so like it has these big shifts, which like is interesting to think like 30 and 60 yeah. are two like big birthdays for people. That's true. So Saturn is Cronus or Kronos in Greek mythology, and is kind of like the personification of time, and uh, he is Zeus's father. And he devoured all of his children, but Zeus, like, fought and um, managed to escape, and Zeus banished him, and then, so, so, Kronos never got involved in the battles of the Olympian gods, so Saturn is considered this, like, leisure planet, kind of, when it's going in the right direction, so in my notes I wrote, like, basically a planet retirement home, like... (laughs) So you're just, like, it's kind of, like, floating along. Interesting. Um, so it's, like, a very calm planet when it's going in the, the correct way. Um, oh. Saturn also controls the Earth and is associated with farming and, like, achievements of civilization. And the Romans commemorated Saturn with a feast every December when the roles were reversed and masters had to serve their slaves. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Saturn rules... Capricorn and Saturn is kind of has like shows limitations and hardships and like patience and so if you think about it it's like Jupiter is the one that has the holistic view of this uh, like control of society whereas Saturn is the more like the actual laws and the rules Mm. and the the, like details of it and um, so like Saturn and Jupiter play off of each other and they're considered like the social planets so like the ones that mm-hmm. control society and saturn also controls careers i um, read that um when i was
1: trying to like look up why the planets have specific you know attributions i've read that a, one of the reasons saturn was probably given rulership of capricorn is because Of the, like, classical planets, that first, like, five, it's the farthest away.
0: Oh. The farthest and
1: coldest. They, like, ancient astrologers assumed because it was the farthest away, it was the coldest. And so they allotted it to the coldest time of the month. The coldest time of the year. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, December. The end of December to January.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I read that since, like, Saturn was the farthest out that it was considered, like, the ruler of all the other mm. planets. Interesting. Um, yeah. And it also controls, like, corporations and banks. Are, I wish like, it would. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish you would. <laughs> uh, so then the, the last planet that's in retrograde yeah. is Pluto. And so even though kind of Pluto has been said to not be... A planet anymore astrologers still use pluto as like a way to kind of like guide things and like it's still it's still used in astrology mm-hmm. um i mean it's still there yeah it's still <laughs> there and he's got a little cute little a cute little heart on it have you seen pictures of pluto it has a heart on it yes Oh my gosh, you did not see... This was, like, all over the internet. They... I think it was just last year that, uh, we had, like, a satellite go by. Oh. And take pictures of Pluto. I think and I remember that. But it it a little hard on Yeah, it. and it, like, had a heart, so it was like... <laughs> Don't forgive me. There were all, all these memes that were, like... The, like had the and then the satellite like went by so there are all these memes where the Pluto like has a heart on his chest and is smiling as he sees the satellite go and then is frowning with the
1: satellite passes. Also isn't it fucking crazy that we built a machine and sent
0: it to like sent it out to Pluto Yeah that's insane to me Yeah an 11-year-old girl named Pluto actually <laughs> Uh, I didn't write down any of her information, but that's cute. Yeah, Go eleven-year-old girl. Um, girls, I know, man. and because I think that Pluto was discovered or like claimed the planet in like the nineteen twenties mm. or early ish nineteen hundreds. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this little girl that was like the granddaughter of someone high up mm. uh, was just like Pluto, <laughs> the god of the underworld. <laughs> So Pluto is, is Hades. Pluto is also tiny. Mm. It's like 18% the size of the earth. <gasps> That's yeah. so cute! He's so tiny with a little heart. <laughs> but is he super evil? Yes. Oh! Um, so the like Pluto is kind of associated with forbidden things and uh, the process of hiding. So it's when when Pluto is in retrograde, the process of hiding kind of collapses. Oh so shit! <laughs> things are things are may come to light when Pluto is in retrograde. It deals with power versus powerlessness, dominance, emotional emotional entanglement, sexuality, and taboo subjects. So it controls things being destroyed in order to be renewed. Wait, say that one more time. It controls things being destroyed in order to be renewed. So kind of like burning down the forest, too.
1: <laughs> damn. Get it. Yeah. So, oh, man, those are
0: three really interesting things to be going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. And one thing, I want to research this further because I want to do a whole... Oh, its retrograde is in Capricorn right now. That's the other Capricorn thing. Oh, damn. Yeah. One interesting thing about Pluto is that it takes so long. It's in a sign for so long that mm-hmm. it shapes generations, they say. Like, a lot of generations coincide with... Yeah, so that's, like, another... How long, Stay long is tuned. it in... Like, it has a, an orbit that is kind of not super predictable. So, like, oh, okay. 15 to 20 years. So, it... Okay. It's in a sign. Right. Right? yeah, Yeah. So, like... Yeah, it's really interesting. I want to do like a whole yeah. thing on like the past 100 years or something when wow. Pluto is in different times. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's all that's all I have about those planets, but it's really interesting to think about yeah that all those are in retrograde to like now. Right. And and that they all I think they all were in retrograde when Mercury was in
1: retrograde too. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. But that they all affect external things is really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Because as much as I, like, want to project my own life onto some of these things, it also is, like, easily projectable onto our current chaotic shit going on in the world. Yeah. In America, at least yeah. in the United States. So, Damn. Yeah, isn't that weird? It is. It is weird. But I would... But I'm so fascinated by, like, where those specific things come from you know what I mean like mm-hmm. how did we decide that Jupiter was Zeus and
0: that Saturn is his like old mean dad yeah I mean from the ancient times yeah a billion years <laughs> yeah ago. a billion years ago <laughs> but
1: I feel like so I want to talk a little bit about what happened to me the other day yeah yes please
0: do but I want
1: to talk about it in this like through this lens of like how we think about what the planets mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I don't want, I like am over it in a way where I don't feel like I want to shit on everybody, but I'm just like interested in the conversation that it made me have internally. Yeah. So basically I was at a bar in my hometown with uh, a friend of mine that I've known since high school. And we ran into like two people that he knew that I didn't know. And we somehow started talking about astrology
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i don't remember how maybe i mentioned the podcast i don't know but i was asking them like everyone what their signs were and this guy that i didn't know was like i'm a leo and without thinking i was like oh that's interesting and without hesitation so all of these people were men every single one of them was like why is that interesting you don't even know him And I was like,
0: well, and that's just something you say like when you don't really think it's interesting. (laughs) Well,
1: like, first of all, I, like, think, I'm like, I know a handful of Leos who are, like, particularly Leo. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I know people who are Leos who aren't super stereotypically Leo. So for me personally, it was just like a involuntary, you know, like, when the doctor hits your knee with that thing. Like, I just said, oh, that's interesting. And, like, yeah, all these men jumped down my throat about it. And then they were like, we're not attacking you. We're just giving you a hard time. But then they started sort of – they sort of started talking about how, like, astrology is, like, anti-science and, mm. like, it's all bullshit and blah, blah, blah. And I just, like, started looking at my phone because they were trying to troll me and I was just, like, I refuse to be trolled. Yeah. But I don't know. The productive part for me personally when I, like, was, was like, how do I – make this productive experience I had aside from hating all men all the time, um, is I was like, I don't necessarily think astrology is
0: anti-science. No, absolutely not. And I wanted to, like, open that up. Like, if you, what what are your thoughts? I don't think it is anti-science. I mean, I don't think it's, like, science, like, right. hardcore, like, like, experiments and stuff like that. Uh, but I think that it definitely, it's, like based on, like, positioning of the planets and, like, these real things out there. Right. Um, And I think it's just kind of an interesting way to interpret the world and people and their nuances. So I don't think it's anti-science. I don't think that people who like astrology say, like, I don't believe in this other stuff.
1: That was the thing is I feel like, yeah, the word that you said interpret is, like, a key word for me. Yeah. Because I'm not anti-science. Like, I'm... That was the other thing, is I got so pissed, is I was like, <clears throat> I, like, am an environmental activist. Yeah. I'm not anti-science, but at the same time, I like a lens through which to interpret yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. they were like, oh, like, Mercury retrograde, like, the full moon influences your emotions. And I was like, first of all, this is getting kind of sexist. Yeah. But... I don't know. Like, I think astrology is, like, a spectrum. Like, I think that there are definitely people who believe wholeheartedly that the planets influence you in a certain way. hmm And I wouldn't necessarily say that I believe it in a spiritual way, but I'm definitely interested in it in an interpretive way.
0: hmm Yeah. So. Um, and, I mean, I think it's just interesting to... I mean, for, and I also think it's who's who's interpreting it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a very, like, mm-hmm. glass half-full person anyways, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, would you say that? That's so true. <laughs> so, I, like, I'm, I'm an optimistic person anyways, so, like, I try to spin things. So, like, if I, like, looking at, at this, like, when these planets are in retrograde, it's, like, yes, these, it can cause these bad things, but what can we, how can we, like, take it and... And take this energy and like be productive mm. about it like during mercury retrograde i like focus my energies differently so it, it's very much kind of who is doing the interpreting yeah and who is taking this idea of the planets and figuring out a way to like go about their life with this information right what they right, do right. with this information mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, I really, I, that's so true. Oh my gosh. I wish I like knew how to cast a moon spell on them or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it was like,
1: it actually, I screenshotted like a similar conversation playing out on my Facebook where somebody like trolled something, a, trolled a, st- a status someone posted about their sign. Mm. And I think it's just like this need to be like, that's pseudoscientific. It's not true. Yeah. Which automatically makes it Valueless, which I don't believe. No. Because I think, like, one thing that, like, what you said about who's interpreting it, I like that when I learn something about myself that I don't necessarily like, it kind of, I don't know, it, it makes it okay in mm-hmm. a way. Because, like, when you read these reports online, a lot of them, the good ones that I like, are not value judgments. So, for example, this idea that because Venus is in my third house, I am a trickster yeah like as much as that could be a thing about myself that is bad it, I don't know it's just like an interesting way to think about yourself in a way that is separate from all of this societal shit we put on ourselves yeah you know what I mean
0: like, yeah it can and, be
1: like a more neutral or like safe
0: way to think about yourself I yeah don't know. and like kind of accept your fault or yeah, like but, for because sure because I feel like in the culture that we're in right now with like how you have to, like, flatten your personality so much for every, like, social media platform. People are expected to be perfect, and no one has ever been perfect in their entire life. Like, right. that's why, like, like call-out culture is so big, because people fuck up. Like, people right. make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It happens um, because no one is perfect, and it, it kind of, like, going off of that, when I see, like, Oh, like, my personality, like, the weaknesses are here. But, like, that's fine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, like, I'm working on myself. I'm never going to be perfect. No right. one's ever going to be perfect. Um, and, and I think that kind of when I read my, like, horoscope or whatever, I'm kind of like, okay, like, this is, like, an actionable thing I can, like, work on today or, like, go about yeah. my day a little differently. Because, so, I don't think... I don't think the two – I don't think science and astrology are, like, mutually exclusive. Right, right. I get, like, this idea that
1: – I get it. Like, I get their critique, I guess, but I don't – I think it's more nuanced than that. Yeah. But I looked at – when I was, like, reading, I came across this totally by chance, but I thought that this idea was interesting. So on one of the, like, billion Wikipedia pages I looked at, it said um, – and this is paraphrasing – but while some people believe that the planets literally – influence us through gravitational pull or other yet-to-be-identified forces. Other people believe the planets are mirrors of basic organizing principles in the universe. So this idea that the planets represent these patterns that repeat themselves everywhere and and that those patterns are actually mathematical. Like um, it talked about Aristotle likening an affinity for music to an affinity for proportions mm-hmm. and that that could be also be applied to the planets because everything is proportional but if you extend that this idea that the planets reflect the natural ebb and flow of human impulses and I thought that that was I don't know just a really interesting idea yeah. that if you if you don't believe that the planets literally pull you you know whatever you believe in regards to that like Maybe thinking about more the patterns, like you said, like this idea of something is retrograde and then it's not, and that like those things might, you know, there's those patterns are natural in some way. Yeah, and
0: we've like put these patterns on the planets, like right. we we put these societal patterns onto the planets, so then like it reflects back on us, and it's this right like, interesting. Right. Yeah, I never thought of it would be like yeah. that. So yeah, because I mean, yeah, this is all human made, like. Of right. everything right. is human made. Right, right, right. So I guess Except that's the planet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's like a positive spin on
0: getting trolled by men in a bar. Yeah. Ugh. I wish that like we had his exact birthday and <laughs> date of time. <laughs> this and
1: person that I didn't even know, right? Julia. So
0: I could do his birth chart and, and like And
1: we could talk about <laughs> him. Talk about him. Yeah. He turned out to be like a, a nice guy okay, yeah. afterwards. Because they could tell that they had upset me, I think. But in the moment, I was just so furious because, first of all, it was like all these men are trying to explain astronomy to me. Yeah. And second of all, I just like didn't think that, I don't, like you said, I don't think science and astrology
0: are mutually exclusive, but I'll try to get his birthday. (laughs) His birthday and date of time and location. Yeah. I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) Just be like... Hey, it was really great talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use those communication skills. Yes, yeah, you're mischievous. Is your so. birthday coming up? <laughs> well, if he's a Leo, then it it's August. Oh. Yeah, cuz my mom's a Leo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I also, I, that's what I kind of like about your what you talked about mm-hmm. is because I feel like it's it's so like one thing that people can say to disprove is like, oh, well, there's only 12 signs or whatever yeah okay <laughs> there's only 12 signs so like not everyone's alike but like not everyone is born at the same time in the same place right. So like all these other planets like i think we so often just think about our signs like mercury retrograde and but like there's all these other planets that also have right. influence on on mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. yeah and the the world and the, and the world yeah and the yeah yep yeah i could not do a new story
1: <laughs> i was kind of yeah. relieved
0: when you were like let's not do yeah something. i couldn't there's so many how do you yeah. even keep up and like all the good stuff like the weird stuff whatever <laughs> is like buried yeah like there's no like i'm pretty sure the algorithms are like pushing those stories up to do you the think top so yeah interesting yeah just because like from all of the like social data that i pulled mm. across the board it was down
1: engagement was down
0: yeah and views just kind of everywhere
1: that makes sense though I feel like personally I thought it was because I was traveling but then I I
0: just was like I do not want to be online yeah I know I like changed because the reason that we're talking about this is that both of we shared the podcast on our Facebooks and both of them got like no traffic yeah. whatsoever and mine had the word sex in it so I thought maybe that like had right. fixed so I changed it to mating and still it didn't it didn't do anything <laughs> oh speaking of okay a
1: few people have reached out to me via Facebook and I oh my god I'm gonna burp do it oh no it got I scared it away it <laughs> might happen <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know, I was like, get close to the microphone.
1: A few people have reached out to me via Facebook about this podcast, and I owe you a response, and I will get back to you. I'm bad at Facebook, though, so if you want to contact us feel free to email adjunctastrologers at gmail.com. Yes, please. We, we're at inbox zero right now, but not out of any organization. Well, <laughs> no,
0: we have one email, <gasps> and the email that says that we're on iTunes. Yeah, so we made it to iTunes. You get, And I checked our data on Squarespace, mm-hmm. and so we can cut this because it might be boring to people, <laughs> um, but 31 people subscribe to our RSS feed. Oh. So and I think that includes iTunes, because iTunes there's no way to 31 people. Yeah. So hi everyone. If you're one of those 31, hi. Hi, email us. Uh, We're so happy to have <laughs> y'all here.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um none of those are my mom, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them is me. Oh yeah, one of them's me. So I don't know who the other people are, but hi. 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 Um so yeah, and tweeted us. Uh, tweeted us. Adjunct Astros. Uh, email us. Find us on Insta. Yeah, we gotta post oh, an Insta. Oh, we should take a picture today. Yeah. Um, we'll find something to take a picture of. Yeah. I took a picture of my microphone, but that's not
1: my personal one.
0: <gasps>
1: oh, should have taken a picture of George. Maybe when I get home. Oh,
0: George. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy he's back. That's um, my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but
1: we'll see anything else no I guess we'll we'll be here next week yeah
0: and if you have any like questions like if you have something big coming up on a certain day and want us to like look into what's gonna be around that Mm. time I would love to do that yeah Um, or if you have like nice
1: corrections yes yeah (laughs) or if you want to add anything to anything Mm -hmm. we've said I know like a few people have contacted me saying they're really interested in astrology and would love to participate in some way so feel free to like listen and then email us
0: yeah we're having fun so we'll shout you out yeah (laughs) um all right all right so oh I was trying I was I was going to try to think of a tagline, but I totally didn't. I, I thought of another... Really? <laughs> another... It was um a, a riff
1: on the one I said last week.
0: Oh, oh damn. It's what? on the Twitter. I put it on the Twitter. I have, I have just the one that I've always said, like, the moon never gives you more than you can handle.
1: <laughs> That's a really good one. That's yeah. That's way less snarky than mine,
0: yeah, which is... Just, part-time pay for full-time feelings Ooh, <laughs> even yeah. though
1: you're, you're always you know, like I don't know I
0: money. know yeah I do there's somewhere <laughs> maybe <laughs> I like the moon never gives you more than you can handle yeah just Especially remember that this yeah week. this week yeah this week remember that the moon never gives you more than you can handle literally yep all right bye bye